One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 658 Let's kick things off with Phil Collins. Susu Studio kicking us off on 11 to 1 this Thursday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. I'm back in action after a few days off. And I want to say thank you very much to Paul McKenna for holding down the fort here while I was off enjoying myself. Having a bit of me time. You know what I mean? You have to you have to do it. You have to just sort of rest, recharge, and then you're sort of able to tackle everything that uh, life has thrown at you, you know? And I highly recommend, particularly for parents of small children to have a bit of me time, we you know, when they're gone off to daycare or school or whatever. And just what I did was on the Tuesday, I sat in the house and I just went, that's lovely. Do you hear that now? Oh, nice. Nice bit of silence. Nice bit of silence. Nobody going, ma'am, can I have this? Ma'am, can I have that? Where's this? Where's that? What about this? You know, all these different questions that we get. And it was really nice just to have a bit of a bit of peace and quiet. Lovely. And, you know, the, on Tuesday night, I have to mention this because we did do a piece on the show about this uh, last week. And I bought some tickets for my mum and myself to go along to see Circle of Friends in the Gaiety on Tuesday night. And it was really good. First of all, it was just lovely to kind of head off on the train, you know, no worries with cars or any of that. I think, you know, I'd be a nervous wreck driving around Dublin City. So we got the train, up we went, had an early dinner in a really lovely restaurant, into Circle of Friends and we got really great seats because I had bought good seats, but then they moved us down even further. I love when they do that as well. That was really good. And um, 
Yeah, it was fantastic. If you're like a fan of the book, particularly, it's more kind of, I think, true to life to the book as opposed to the movie. But um, yeah, it was really, really good. And Julia Crosby, who is an actress from Dundalk, we had her on the show. She is playing the role of Nan and she was amazing. She was really, really good. The whole cast are brilliant. They really was such a good night. Standing ovations all around. So if you're looking for something that's a little bit different to do over the weekend or the next couple of days, it's running there in the Gaiety until May 14th. Highly, highly recommend. It was really, really good. Speaking of recommendations, it is Thursday, which means TV. And I have lots of really good recommendations. It's so hard to whittle it down to three, but I have three really good TV recommendations. And Maeve Binchy may be popping up in the TV recommendations as well for you. But first, back to the music. Here's Ed Sheeran. There's Ed Sheeran with Shivers on LMFM's 11 to 1. This weekend, big, big weekend for Pieta House. I cannot believe it's been since 2019 since we all gathered together to actually take part in the uh, Darkness into Light. But it's back. It's back in person, which is great. And uh, I know the last couple of years they had... um, you know, adapted to everything and sort of done online things. But this year it is back to people gathering together, which is brilliant. So I was chatting to Chris before he finished up here and he was telling me that he's going to be live on the radio from four on Saturday morning. Fair play to him. A little bit earlier than he normally starts on The Breakfast Show, but he's well fit for it. He's looking forward to it. He said he's going to be here from four to six on Saturday morning for Darkness into Light and getting he's going to be playing loads of great tunes we were talking through some of the things that he has on his potential playlist for Saturday so really good vibes going to be happening uh, so we do have a number of the Darkness into Light locations that are going to be happening so I will give you some of those as well as we go through the programme because we are going to be chatting Darkness into Light in another little while with Tom McAvoy he's fundraising and advocacy manager at Pieta House uh, so he's going to go through this year's event uh, what we need to do to register and the importance of supporting this because as we know Pieta House are doing such amazing work with people who are suffering from mental health difficulties and since the pandemic we it's been reported we've chatted about it here the issues of you know um of mental health issues are on the rise. There's a lot of people that are struggling, you know, due to the pandemic or as a result of it or the effects of it. So we're going to get into all of that with Tom McAvoy very, very shortly. On the way for you now, though, in the next little while, I'm going to take a quick break. And after that, we are talking TV recommendations. And I have some fantastic options for you if you're looking for something good to watch on the TV over the next couple of days. 11 to 1. With- Our top three TV recommendations are on the way. And just to give you a little taster, a game show where all is not what it seems. A murder, is it? Or was it a tragic accident? And a beloved author remembered. That's all on the way in TV recommendations. First, it's back to the music. And here's our select Irish. It's by Arlene. Oh, I love that. Arlene, somebody else. She's from Roscommon originally, I think, but she's based in Dublin. Singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. She's our select Irish for this month. Fantastic. Arlene there. Now, getting to our TV recommendations. And I was gripped to this documentary, but they, uh, it was on Netflix. It was a documentary series. But this is based around the... Um, 
It's a mini series basically based around this. Do you remember the staircase? It came out during the uh, pandemic and everyone was kind of glued to it. So after this hit net do- uh, documentary series, uh, it's of the same name about the 2001 death of an author's wife. Can this eight part dramatisation add anything else to the true crime story? Well, you have Colin Firth and Tony Collette starring. So sign me up to this. I'm going to give you a little taster of it. It's airing tonight on uh, Sky Atlantic. It's called The Staircase. Here's a little taster of the trailer for you. I'd like to make a toast to so many better days ahead. Every day is going to be an adventure. So always stop and think. This is one of the happiest days of my life. To the Petersons. To us. There were 35 cuts and bruises and seven deep lacerations to the scalp. Someone told me something caused the impact to make these wounds. Make any adjustments you see fit. It's a witch hunt. Oh, it looks really good. It looks really, really good. And as I say, Tony Collette uh, and Colin Firth are starring in this. Definitely w- worth tuning in. Opening episode follows Michael Peterson, who's Im- immediately after he's called 911 to report finding his wife Kathleen's dead body at the bottom of the stairs, quickly becomes a murder case with Peterson the only suspect. Um, so then you have lots of unravelling of twists, revelations that see him convicted and kind of imagine flashbacks to before the incident. Really, really good. It's on tonight's Sky Atlantic at 9pm. Now, I was obsessed with this first season of this show. I thought it was such a clever, different form of reality TV. It's called The Circle. It started in the UK, but the uh, American version of it has arrived on Netflix now. If you're unfamiliar with it, essentially, um, it's a reality game show where players can only communicate and compete against each other through a specifically designed, voice-activated social media platform called The Circle. So they can decide to be themselves or take on the persona of somebody else and uh, friendships and enemies are made it's a really great idea it has changed a good bit since the first season uh, there was a big reveal in season one where the beautiful Kate was in fact a catfish Alex and he had to face friends that he'd made in there as himself and it was explosive stuff altogether but it's back it um, has a new lineup. Uh, but uh, whilst they're in the circle apartments the players will be using their social media skills to gain popularity among the others again kind of either playing themselves or they can be somebody else there's a lot of fresh faces in there and two Spice Girls are going to be joining in the circle which is really exciting Emma Bunton and Mel B so it's fantastic it's on the first couple of episodes are available to stream on Netflix now and my final one I did say that I'd be talking about Maeve Binchy again and this is a really really nice documentary it's on Monday 9th of May at about uh, 25 to 10 on RTE1 and it's marking the 10th anniversary of the best-selling author's death so it's the documentary is revisiting Maeve Binchy's work and it examines her legacy in journalism and fiction so her husband Gordon Snell uh, features in it her niece Sarah Binchy and best friend Eunice Bailey also feature as well as John Connolly Sarah uh, Maria Griffin and Caroline O'Donoghue so that's happening or TE1 at 25 to 10 and that's my top three TV recommendations there's Madonna crazy for you on LMFM's 11 to 1 this weekend on Saturday morning at the crack of dawn we'll all be up and we'll be walking again for Pieta House as Darkness Into Light is back and in person I'm going to be chatting to Tom McAvoy he's fundraising and advocacy manager at Pieta House we'll chat to him after these 11 to 1
There is something incredibly symbolic about coming together in darkness and stepping into the light. Since 2013, the Darkness into Light event run by Pieta House has been a huge event symbolising a coming together to putting an end to suicide and supporting those who are going through a battle with mental health. This year is the first time the event could be held in person since the pandemic. We are all really looking forward to coming together on May 7th to celebrate. Joining me now to tell us more is Tom McAvoy. He's fundraising and advocacy manager with Pieta House. How are you doing, Tom? Great, thanks, Sinead. It's great to be on LMFM this morning. Uh, we're very excited about the up-and-coming Darkness into Light, as you say, on, on happening on Saturday morning. Uh, very, very excited and uh, looking forward to it. Yes, absolutely. Great excitement this year because it's hard to imagine that it was 2019 was the last year that we actually had this event in person. I know you guys adapted a lot during the pandemic, but no doubt this year is going to be even more kind of poignant and symbolic and a time for celebration. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's, um, it seems like a long time ago since 2019. A lot has happened in the world. It's still happening in the world. Um, but uh, yes, we, we were we were forced, I suppose, to 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 finish with darkness into light for 2020. Even though all the committees were arranging it, they had it all primed up. You know, they were arranging it probably since the previous October, uh, and uh, you know, then everything came to a standstill. All our services went uh, on on telephone therapy, which happened for the first time ever in Pieta. You know, we had thousands of clients still engaging with us at that point and uh, we were we were very mindful of that and um, you know then obviously because we couldn't host darkness into light that year we went into a financial crisis mm. and uh, really it was very very difficult time for everybody uh, thankfully uh, the community got behind our services and uh, wanted us to continue surviving and and um, flourishing uh, so 2021 came along then, fast forwarding, and, uh, you know, people were reaching out saying it would absolutely be lovely to be able to uh, remember the event and, and try and do something, but obviously we couldn't gather. So we came up with this plan, like a lot of other organizations did around the virtual aspect, and uh, created a sunrise uh, opportunity for people to do it in their own way and uh, on our website and uh, it was just a ma- magnificent It was hugely uh, successful wasn't it? It really was just goes to the show the power the that people you know this event have people have such a you know a special place in their hearts for, for Pieta House and for, for Darkness into Light but remind us because this is on the go you know a good number of years now at this stage where did the idea actually come from? <laughs> well um, the idea definitely came from a light bulb moment uh, with Joan Freeman <laughs> Uh, she has uh, written a book, actually, that she's uh, launched this week as well, called Darkness into Light, just for those who, who would like to, to uh, have a look at it. But it started out in the Phoenix Park, where she asked a family who had unfortunately been bereaved to suicide to, um, to help her and uh, support what was going to be just a simple fundraising event. Um, and, you know, there wasn't a huge amount of organising behind it uh, at the time. And... Uh, 400 people gathered in the Phoenix Park on that morning. There were no lighting around. People were coming from all sorts of angles. You know, the Phoenix Park is a massive park. And I don't think people actually realised where it was due to start even. (laughs) And everybody was going around in circles for a while. But then eventually people gathered. And there was a special sense about this that people just said, you know, because we can share a moment with each other and we're all coming together for perhaps a similar reason. 
that we could share a story and get the strength from that and walk and chat at the same time. And and literally, that's how the events uh, uh, start. Uh, and it's and just trickled out through the country and around the world, hasn't it, Tom, at this stage? Indeed. And I, and I, I keep saying it's just incredible to think that we're all doing this event in different time zones, but all on the same date and the same time. So on the 7th of May at a quarter past four, the event, if you can visualise it, where the sun will, will rise the furthest eastern point uh, on our globe uh, from, from our perspective is New Zealand and Auckland, New Zealand, will, will be the first darkness into light on the 7th of May this year, all starting at a quarter past four. Coming across uh, Sydney, uh, would you believe Bondi, where Bondi Beach? Wow. You will know that. They'll do an event there and two other parts, uh, Adelaide and Melbourne in, in, in Australia. And then and Perth, actually, sorry. And then coming across uh, South Africa, uh, Spain, mainland Europe, uh, Brussels. Brussels is a great event every year. They do it every year there. Into England, London, two events in London coming across then. Uh, all, all coming across the globe, as you can imagine, starting... Uh, one, you know, starting a little bit earlier than the other, but then they're all posting on Facebook and and saying how wonderful their event is. And, but, and, and like you know, like Tom, I have an overactive tear duct at the best of times. Like anything will set me off. Do you not see? Like when people are sending you this on Facebook and you're seeing how much it is spread, oh. do you not get really overwhelmed? Because I, 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 I'm I'm overwhelmed even speaking about yes. it here now to think that this little acorn in the Phoenix Park started out in a very modest way, has become a global movement in supporting people who are suicidal, those who perhaps self-harm, or people who are being bereaved to suicide, all coming together to support each other. Uh, and, you know, the strength and the power from that alone, Sinead, is just incredible. And as you said, you know, people were giddy for this event. They wanted yeah. the event to continue. And honestly, you know, the, the committees locally in all the different regions, and I know you're going to read out all the different uh, events that are taking place in Loud yep. and Meath area, but just the committees are the gold behind oh. Darkness into Light because it just simply would not happen without their volunteerism every year. You know, they get really anxious at this time of the year as well because, you know, maybe the materials, signs, you know, they all have to go up. They're, um, you know, all the, all the arrangements that they have to make you know, it's it's just massive, and and, and these people are all the, doing this. You know, as you say, you know, just just to get it done, and to, and like that's as you mentioned there. You know, committee members they really are the the life of this. They they take this on, and they they willingly take on the workload involved. Now, I have to just talk a little bit about this because you know we have spoken about this in past years, uh, Tom. You know, we've noticed a huge rise in the amount of people suffering from mental health problems. Um, you know, in in, in various organisations around the country when it comes down to yourselves you've obviously noticed an increase in people reaching out for you I mean in this like I mean I don't know even how to begin to try and solve this but the idea is picking up the phone it's a huge monumental step but such an important one yeah and you know one death by suicide is one too many uh, Sinead and unfortunately there are many many homes in the country who you know, have one less person sitting at the table uh, as a result of suicide. And it's in our absolute endeavour to try and prevent that one death from taking place. And 
it's not only just lifting the phone to somebody or lifting the phone to Pieta in a professional way and asking for that help. It's actually reaching out to somebody uh, uh, to ask, are they okay? Mm. Or just just observing maybe a change in their behaviour, Sinead, and just taking the brave step by asking them, you know, how are you? Or you don't seem yourself or... You know, whatever it is that that the sort of the language that you can use, uh, you know, the the the, uh, the relationship that you have with that person, that could be a huge step for that person to hear that actually somebody is concerned about me, or the first time that they might have even considered that maybe things aren't fully right here, and I need some help. And honestly, when people come across the threshold of any of our centres, and including making a phone call to us, they often say that, you know, they, they, the, the reason why they did that was that they were encouraged to, they were yeah. persuaded to maybe ask for help. And as they you say, it's about, on their own. I, this is it, it's very hard to do on your own. But as you say, if you kind of say, how are you? No, really, how are you? It's about asking the question even twice. So you need our help, you know, at this stage, people can still register, can they? Oh yeah, people can still register for Darkness into Light up to uh, Saturday morning, uh, even at some of the sites. And I won't say it's happening in Louth, Mead, but people can register, you know, with their phone. Uh, we will have uh, a tap uh, uh, situation as well that people can actually tap to make a donation if they so wish. Great. So, you know, we're encouraging people to come along. Don't worry about the money aspect of it. If you're turned off because we're charging, say, 25 quid or whatever it is for registration and you can't afford that, please do not consider that as an obstacle. Show up on the morning. You don't have to have a T-shirt on as well. You know, you can just be with uh, the rest of the group there and nobody will be asking any questions as to why you're there. But if you want to offer or if you want to converse with somebody, you know, and a shoulder to shoulder way, perhaps on the morning, walking along and just remembering the reason why you're there, perhaps remembering a loved one or a friend or family member. You know, that is the strength of this event. And, you know, people can still connect with us through therapy as well on our 1800 247 247 number. Uh, They can also book a session in therapy in any of our centres or even we do offer video therapy now, Sinead, which we never offered before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And that's suiting people who don't wish to come into a building or you know, be in company with anybody else but would like still to receive some therapy. We're offering that service as well and they can book that on 0818-111-126. It's a complicated number maybe. So repeat, yeah, repeat that again for me, yeah. 0818-111-126. Perfect, I have that here, yeah. Booking uh, our service. And I'll just give a sh- quick shout out, if you don't mind, to Electric Ireland who proudly support darkness into light since 2013 and and they're one of the reasons why darkness into light has become such a fantastic event as well with their professionalism and helping us to promote the event and giving us a lot of support so a big shout out to Electric Ireland as well. Big shout out to them. Tom I'm so thrilled it's back up and running uh, this year in person I've no doubt people will turn up in their droves to support it. Best of luck with it and thank you so so much for joining me today.
It's great to be here, Sinead. Thank you. Thanks a million. Darknessintolight.ie. Okay, that's the main website to register. Happening May 7th, around four o'clock in the morning. And uh, you can find out more details there, Darkness Into Light. Those numbers again that um, Tom read out there, 1-800-247-247. That's getting you directly to Pieta House there if you need help or support. And then if you want to book therapy online, 818 one two six. So oh eight one eight treble one one two six. And I leave the numbers here if you are looking for them again. May seventh, darknessintolight.ie. Eleven to one. Just getting back to darkness into light. I want to do a big shout out to Talents Town. Uh, she says, uh, "Can you mention Talents Town, please, in your darkness into light?" It's our first time this year hosting. It's meeting at the Spar Shop around four in the morning and heading off at quarter past four. So there's lots of them happening around the place uh, in Drogheda. It's the O'Rahillys GA Club, RD Parish Centre, DKIT in Dundalk, Market House in Dunleer, Enfield in uh, St Mary's uh, School. I think it is there. Uh, Fairy House at the Race Course. Minalti at the Steam Treshen Museum uh, Navin at the Rugby Club there in Navin also Trim GAA Clubhouse Laytown Betty's Town at the Laytown Car Park there at the Footbridge so all kind of st- around 4 o'clock in the morning uh, do keep them coming in if you ha- are organising an event in the local area we will mention them for you 086 658 LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 7744 Going back to the year 1981 and on this day, after 66 days on hunger strikes, 26 year old uh, provisional IRA member and British MP Bobby Sands dies in the Mays prison. Nine more hunger strikers die over the next three months. And also Craig David, English singer, was born on this day as well in 1981 and today is World Password Day they're strange they're complex they're everywhere but we forget them all the time we're talking about passwords so World Password Day came along to provide a warning to the world and to spread awareness that taking care of your passwords is vital to protecting yourself against identity theft so make sure it's a good one not your pet's birthday okay LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. There's Westlife. Hello, my love, on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching and after that we've more advice on animal health care with Hazel Mullins, our vet in Vets and Their Pets, celebrity news and lots of great music that's all to come. 11 to 1. That ruled the world. Kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Now, I just got handed a little notice here. Um, if anyone came across this, there was a black wallet lost around Jerry's shop, Brianstown in Drogheda this morning. There's a small bird on the wallet. The owner would really like to get the cards and wallet back. It's really sentimental value, this. Please contact LMFM 86 658 or 041-983-2000 if you did come across the wallet. So it's black, has a little small bird um, on the wallet and it was lost around the Jerry shop, Brianstown area this morning. Now, I also want to mention this because we were talking about mental health issues 
and we were talking about darkness into light which is happening at the weekend there's another mental health event happening um, on Sunday so I got in t- uh, somebody called Jacqueline Devlin got in touch with me by email this morning and I said I'd read this out for her so apparently uh, there was an, an initial venue that was planned so this has changed so she says there's been a change of venue for the Mid Loud community meeting on mental health issues uh, on Sunday May 8th the public talk is going to take place in Mellifant Abbey in Cullen at 3 this event is strictly for over 16s uh, it's going to take place outside the guest house in Mellifant Abbey which has a large green area there uh, there's going to be speakers from So Sad Ireland the Samaritans Drogheda River Rescue will be there as well Alder of Malta will also be there on the day and Jacqueline says the objective of the gathering is to lift the stigma and ignorance that still exists today around mental health issues and all, also to kind of normalise the subject on mental health and she's saying I hope people can spread the word about the change of venue and get as many people as possible to the event so it is now happening Mellifont Abbey in Cullen at 3pm and she also says that the area has been rocked by recent tragic deaths. There's been a growing call for more services to tackle issues around suicide particularly. So she's really hoping that uh, you know families can come together and people who are suffering will realise that they're not you know suffering alone. So I think it's a great idea uh, that this is happening. So Melifont Abbey calling at 3pm on Sunday and it's strictly for over 16s. Now let's see what else is happening in the world of celebrity. <laughs> The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Louise Anne-Marie kicked off her dysfunctional tour in Dublin during the week The pop star played to a sold-out three arena She's back here later this year when she plays at Electric Picnic West is reportedly being sued by a pastor in the US over audio samples used in his latest album. It's claimed Bishop David Paul Moten believes parts of a religious sermon he gave were used on the track Come to Life without his permission. Court documents obtained by TMZ allege the rapper used recordings willfully for 70 seconds in the song. Cardi B has shared a private voice message exchange between herself and Billie Eilish. The rapper has shared a screen-captured video of voice notes between them. Cardi B wanted to clear up a viral video from the Met Gala after party where people thought Billie called her weird. I was calling the people around you weird because everybody was coming up to you and shoving their phones into your ass. And I was like, just look at her. Internet is trying to divide us. They don't understand that you're my baby. (laughs) That's the buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all I would say celebrities nowadays are spending so much time actually clarifying different things that they'd either said or, you know, situations like that one with uh, Billie Eilish and Cardi B. Like, there's so much like, no, we meant this and that didn't happen. It was this. Oh, it's exhausting, isn't it? It's exhausting trying to keep it up with all the celebrity news. More buzz on LMFM a little bit later on with Eddie Caffrey. And if you, like me, like to follow celebrities and try and keep up with them, lmfm.ie. If you go in there, you'll see lots and lots and lots of showbiz news for you.
There's Dusty Springfield, son of a preacher man. Now, very shortly, we'll be chatting to Hazel Mullins. She's our vet from Highfield Veterinary Clinic, Beach Mount Home Park in Navin. And we're back to discussing farm animals. The farmers, I'm learning so much from this vet series. I really am. The farmers have a tougher life. They really do. Uh, Hazel's going to be chatting more about breeding season for dairy cows just after these. The LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series. Brought to you by Highfield Veterinary Navin. Watch out for their new state-of-the-art pet hospital. Opening soon in Beachmount Home Park, Navin. For appointments, call 046 9022 It's time to return to our regular Vets and Their Pet Series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic, Beachmount Home Park in Navin. And Hazel Mullins is on the line and this week we are discussing farm animals and in particular breeding season for dairy cows. How are you doing Hazel? I'm great Tanaid, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Now it seems not that long ago we were discussing cows who were calving, now we're talking about breeding oh. season. It never stops does it? It's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> you know and some farmers are, you know, they might just like literally their last cow has just calved and next thing they have to think about this mammoth task oh, God. Of, of the breeding season ahead and it is, it is Look, calving season, spring season, it's a, it's a very, um, you know, it's a tiring time for farmers and, and everything. But then the breeding season, you know, they're, they're still tired from calving and they, then they have to, you know, get their brain into looking for heats, that the cows are in heat and trying to make sure that they're, they're calling the AI, AI man or their bulls are in good nick. There's a lot to think about. And I think um, farmers are, are fantastic that they can just... Switch into, Switch into, into mode yeah. and and keep going. Um, but I think once they get to July, I think they deserve a nice holiday. Oh, they do. They definitely do. So tell us then, like, what for the lay person like me who wouldn't have mm. notion now? What sort of things should they be taking into consideration? So you mentioned heat there. Like, how would the cat farmer know that the cow is in heat? So it, the, generally, we there's lots actually. There's lots of different ways that, that farming has really progressed in. Um, the way we, we detect heats actually now in, in current farming. So before it was very much um, going out in the field a couple of times in the day and a lot of people still do this. My dad does it himself as well um, and maybe there's and um, looking for heat. So this is when a cow jumps on another cow and the cow actually on the ground that's standing is the cow that's in a standing heat. Okay. So that cow is actually should be um, mated about 12 hours later after the, after that standing heat is seen. So, yeah, so it's actually... And then the cow that's jumping her is usually coming on to heat. So it's it's it's, it's a kind of... Um, you, you can kind of tell which cows are going to be coming on next. But, yeah, it's, it's finding those standing heats and actually getting the time to go out in the fields and have a look. So things... A lot of farmers now actually have collars on the cows. I don't know if you've seen them maybe in the fields, but yeah. they're pedometers. So they're showing... Because when they're in heat, their their activity is increased. So those pedometers send a signal, um, a wireless signal to their phones saying that cow 212 is in heat and that she's in a, in a standing heat and that she should be served how many hours later. That's amazing, so, as in like yeah. that they can tell that. And is it like to do with heart rate and stuff like that? No, it's actually just to do with movement. Right. So, yeah, okay. it's to do with movement and how much, how many... Um, how many steps they're doing their activity so it is it's very finely tuned there's a lot of um uh, you know a lot of research has gone into these collars and it's 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 yeah it just shows how technology is yeah. is advancing in all in all in all fields but yeah agriculture is is definitely up there and just takes that time 
an effort, I suppose, that going out to the field and, you know, a missed heat, you know, tag us the kind of reference that a missed heat could cost 250 euros per cow. Wow. So okay. farmers, and then look, there's all things like um, tail paint. I don't know if you've ever seen tail no. paint on the, on, the ta- on, the, on the top of the tail. So that means that if a cow is, you know, jumping another cow, that the, the tail paint will, will, will rub off. And that cow ah, with the no okay. tail paint, that's the, that's the lady in standing heat. So there's all different methods. So yeah, for farmers out there, Really, like finding these heats and and serving the cow at the right time is, is essential. And obviously, if there's bulls in the field, then th- they'll do the job, you know, naturally. But it's, it's you know, <laughs> they don't need too much guidance. The bulls absolutely not. Yeah, so look, the bulls, the bulls have their have the. But generally, a lot of dairy farmers won't have their bulls yeah. until about six weeks into the da- into the breeding season. Okay, so, and just a, the key thing, just to go back there for a second, Hazel, because you did mention two hundred and fifty euro that nobody wants to be losing. So, what does that mean then? As in, the farmer would need to assist, is it, or if he doesn't realise that the the standing heat has happened? Yeah. So again, it's a three week cycle, so it'll just mean that they they have to wait another three weeks to get that cow ah, in calf. I see. So then they lose maybe three weeks of a of a, of in the lactation at the yeah. other side. So it's all it's all to do with with making the most out of your 365 days and making sure that the cow is getting getting um you know the serve is yeah. the heat has been found and they're getting served at the right time. Really interesting, scoring, yeah. yeah, yeah. Body condition scoring is also very important. That you know this is a time like time when maybe there's cows that might be might be a little bit thinner than other cows. They kind of need to be at a body condition score of 2.75 three above 2.5 really so if there is cows out there they just need to be picked out and maybe uh, milked once a day so maybe mm-hmm. they're not using as many calories and also that's maybe an extra bit of feeding as well so their cows are being watched out watch out as well yeah because as you said there you know they, they've, they've calved as well you know so the nutrients need to be back up to the the top peak isn't that it they do, they do. and some of these cows might be late calving cows as well so they're ones to be kind of make sure that they're that they're in good nick and they're not after losing too much body condition. So actually they, they say that if you lose more than five, a 0.5, so a 0.5 in the scale of a body condition, that they can um, have, fifth, like their their um, fertility can mm-hmm. be lowered. Um, so they, they need to, uh, when they calf, they need to kind of, you know, they will lose a little bit of weight, but they won't, but just to make sure that they're not losing um, a lot amounts. of weight, to make yeah. sure that the, the nutrition is kept up and that, that, that their intakes are kept up. And the other thing, and I know this is very popular kind of thing as well to kind of maybe reinforce with farmers as well, is the vaccinations uh, this time of the yeah. year, particularly towards breeding time, a good time to kind of get the vaccinations topped up. Yes, make sure that um, you know your leptospirosis is is in place, and also your BVD. Um, they're the they're the main two around breeding. Um, mineral um, supplementation as well is very important because obviously, if they have good mineral intake, that the that the vaccines will be heightened, that their immune systems will be at peak, and also that they won't they won't have any um, sicknesses as well. And and all mineral like copper and selenium. They're all manganese, zinc. They're all part of a good ovulation as well and fertility. So, if um, there's there is you know boluses available, but also injectable trace mineral injections, and they're good as well. The injectable ones maybe for this little bit you know later in the season mm-hmm. that maybe if the breeding has started that you can give them a boost very quickly. Oh, very good. And mm-hmm. uh, is there anything else then that farmers need to remember around this time of the year that might be forgotten about? 
I think if you are watching your cows um, and say you haven't seen a cow, they've been calved over 35 days and you haven't seen them coming in heat, that'd be a time to get onto your vet and say, look, I have a few cows that may need to be scanned to make sure that everything is fine. Maybe they, they, they get ovarian cysts. Um, okay. as well so maybe things like that or maybe they might have an infection in their uterus or something that a vet might be called out to check those cows so 35 days is my marker that if a cow hasn't come back into heat in 35 days they may need to be looked at by the vet to make sure everything is going on it's everything is is fine mm-hmm. okay brilliant hazel as always thank you so so much for all of that advice you're welcome thanks Sinead highfield.ie if you want more information if you have a question for any of the vets you can get in touch with us info at lmfm.ie is the best way if you have a question about any of your animals at home that you want answered we can uh, get to it next week so info at lmfm.ie going to take a quick break and we're back with George Ezra 11 to 1 We all heard the news that long-running Australian soap Neighbours is going to be coming to an end in June after 37 years. But it seems that some uh, characters will be coming back. So it will be a show and an episode not to be missed. I'm going to tell you all the details of what I've discovered about this just after some more music. Here's George Ezra. There's George Ezra. Anyone for you on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, it was in March we heard the news that long-running Australian soap Neighbours is going to be coming to an end after 37 years on screen. I had to just dig this out just for a bit of nostalgia. That's the original, the original theme for Neighbours. And, you know, we it's following kind of the residents of Ramsey Street as we know it's also famous for kickstarting the careers of many famous Australian actors such as Margot Robbie Guy Pearce Russell Crowe Chris Hemsworth and of course two other big names Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue and apparently this is according to now the Neighbours Twitter account they tweeted that Scott and Charlene are the ultimate Neighbours couple and it would not feel right to end the show without them so that's what they've kind of put out there. So I'm thinking Charlene and Scott will be coming back. Now, I was just doing a little Google there because I think um, they were sort of famous. Their sort of roles are famous in like the, was it 1988 maybe, was it, when their wedding was? Something like that. Um, and it was the most watched. Like this was huge at the time. But I was, I was very young, very young. 1988 do you know what I mean I remember vaguely about it I used to love obviously uh, Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue absolutely loved them Uh, and the uh, yeah the wedding 20 million viewers in the UK alone that was right so imagine sort of around the world what this was so apparently they're going to come back which is great. So looking at it here, they I think they left, well, they left obviously to, in real life to pursue their own careers, uh, music careers. But they apparently, um, their cup or their characters just went off to like live somewhere else. So I think like that the characters stayed together. I don't think they broke up or anything. Maybe people might remember, they might let me know on 086-1800-658. But I was looking there, not only the couple... But the their storyline caused a big stir at the time because, you know, these characters were, say, 17 and 18 teenagers, obviously. Um, and there was a whole kind of 
uproar about them maybe living together before getting married and things like that because uh, they were you know so young and people were going mad about this and then of course the actual show uh, the producers completely you know sort of I suppose added fuel to the fire of their potential maybe off screen romance between Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue so there was a whole lot of this huge rating success so there you go going to be coming back which I'm on board for you know I'm really on board with this what are they doing now Scott and Charlene do you know what I mean are they still as loved up as ever they were very young when they got married as well um, people uh, <laughs> I'm sure will be tuned in with interest to that that's happening in June now back to the present moment and if you're on the job hunt I have a couple here for you today LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. The Irish Blood Transfusion Service uh, requires a temporary full-time maternity leave position for a clinical nurse manager grade 2. To apply, check the career section at giveblood.ie. EasyDell parcel delivery requires an experienced sales executive. Please send your CV to jobs at easydell.ie or visit their website easydell.ie for further information. Linmac Auto in Navin requires a fully qualified mechanic. Please apply to linmacauto at gmail.com or you can check out Linmac Auto Navin Facebook page for that. Also, an experienced childminder required to mind a seven-month-old and two-year-old child in the minder's own home in the North Drada area starting in August. If you're interested in this position, please text this number only. 86 So it's 86 No calls on that one, please. And don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search I so rarely get time to play that song in its entirety U2 and 1 on 11 to 1 we're almost finished for today but just to let you know tomorrow as always on a Friday we'll have Niall O'Brien with us he's going to be talking about Doctor Strange uh, as well as many other things and he has tickets to give away as well on the show and we'll have our Friday floor fillers so do join me for tomorrow's programme that is our lot on the show for today thank you to everyone who's contributed and to you for listening we'll chat to you tomorrow have a great day 11 to 1 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.